Yo, 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 yo. Welcome back to another episode of Freehand Radio. I'm your host, Moody Marv, here to bring you the good times and the good vibes. Today, we are joined by the incredible artist, Jono, behind the project, Moji, a one-of-one collection. Today, you're going to hear about his triumphs and tribulations uh, with what he had to go through personally in his personal life, um, having to relearn how to draw with his left hand after um, witnessing the paralysis that he had to endure on his right hand. Uh, hearing the story is not only inspiring, but gives us uh, a friendly reminder not to take life for granted, that life will throw its toughest punches, but we have to remind ourselves that we are tougher. So enjoy the episode. I did get rugged somewhere in the beginning. I think I edited it out, so it's barely noticeable, but uh, you're going to hear like a small little jump cut, but don't worry. It's all taken care of. Enjoy today's episode. Peace out, everyone. Till next time. And we are here. We are jamming. We are with Moji today. We are hanging out. Uh, just so everyone knows, this is a recorded space. All Twitter spaces moving forward are going to be transitioned also into podcasts. So if you're not able to make it, no worries. We're going to make sure that you are able to have it in the pocket, <laughs> in your hands, in your pocket, wherever you are listening to the podcast. Moji, how are you doing today? Yo, how's it going? How's it going, Moji? Today, we're excited to learn more about your project, your one-of-ones. Moji, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yo, uh, okay, I'm always making sure people can hear me. I don't know why, but uh, yeah, um, the, this is my, this is the project account. This is Moji. Um, I'm also, I also go by Jono. I'm an artist. Um, I've been in this space for like quite a while. I think now almost about to be a year. Um... I, I mean, I've been I, I've been meeting so many people in the space, trying to like make as many friends that I can. I think that's like my thing. I just want to make like I want to be a friends with everybody in the community, Wh- whether I don't know you or not. I just uh, I like to meet new people. And yeah, man, I'm um I've been drawing for quite some time, uh, not digitally, just like on 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 canvas and stuff like that. But uh, ever since I got my iPad, I think that's when I when I started to learn about like NFTs and stuff like that. Mm. and then uh this is actually my second project ever i had a, a project before it's called um greg loves hats it was it was completely free mint and uh i mean it, it did awesome it, it sold out like in three minutes and it was like trending for a while so that was really cool but um if you look at the art it has nothing to do with like what you see as moji now because i think it's like uh it's like i guess it plays on the duality of like who i am you know i have a simple side and then I have this, uh, I guess, this crazy side to me and, and like, the type of person that I am. Dude. So that, I guess that has to do with, like, me or something. I don't know. That's crazy. Okay, so I, I've actually seen the the one with the hats that you were talking about. I remember seeing that a couple months ago, and I knew absolutely nothing about it. So it's super cool for me to put those pieces together that you worked on that separate project and now you have a new identity with moji which i think is really really cool i pinned up a couple different pieces at the top if you guys want to take a look at some of the pieces that moji's created and the one that is green that looks like boo i'm excited to announce that freehand holders will be able to look forward to uh four different airdrops so four lucky holders are going to be able to get a couple of dope moji pieces which is absolutely so kind so generous of moji to do that to give back to the freehand community again always looking out for other artists looking to talk to new artists and then also expose our holders to new artists as well 
So I just want to ask you a little bit about the Moji character itself, the quirky eyes, the big smile. They all have this crazy personality. Can you tell me a little bit about the character Moji? Like why the name Moji, I guess, where that's that's a great place to start with. So when I, so um, I think I wanted to take the most uh, different uh, approach to, I guess, one of one art in a way. Mo, I mean, what from what I've seen, a, a lot of them have uh, the same character and then and then they build around it you know it's like it's like the world behind a character and and i love that approach except i wanted to like i wanted to strip away the values of like having a, full, a whole body so what moji really is is it's just the eyes so the moji world is just eyes so it'll i, I like i guess if you look at an emoji on your on your keyboard um they'll, they'll, they'll be like random things like a tree uh, a dog or anything like that so i thought i'm like well I kind of like having these emojis, but um, I just want to add these these eyes to them, like they've been uh, abducted by by emoji, and that's that's where that thing comes from. So emoji isn't really one. I mean, it, it it's the eyes. So I I don't know what the emoji looks like, like if he were to be a, a singular or she, who knows if there were to be a singular thing. But it's just uh it's just the eyes, the one small and one big, because uh. I think it also has to do a lot with um, just just how crazy my life is. You know, you can look at the the little you can look at the little things and be so interested, or you can look at things from a broad perspective and and be taken away. So I think that's why uh, I did those 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 crazy eyes. I think what's really interesting, and I'm just gonna pin this uh, uh, tweet at the top of the jumbotron. If you take a look at you know the Greg loves hats, you know there's there's clearly a difference in terms of like the personality, the eyes. And the smiles but clearly there is a fascination uh just taking a look at the pieces like you know there's something about smiles and you know facial expression uh i know some projects don't want a mouth on their project or they want like a certain characteristic um but it's very interesting that these kind of two characteristics still carry over just kind of in a different way um from what you've learned from you know greg loves hats you know that being a, a larger project and now going to smaller why did you take that route? I always feel like the traditional thing we see is that we see one of one artist start off with a, a collection, whether it be 50, 100, 300, uh, et cetera. Not your typical 10,000 at first, almost like a proof of concept. Uh, why did you tr uh, choose to start really, really large uh, and then really dive into something smaller? I think that's really fascinating. So yeah, that's uh, that has to do a lot with uh, just like the eyes. Uh, I think my I, if when I look at my life as a whole, I uh, I have these these uh, giant goals that I like to put on on my right side, and then on my left side I have the more attainable things that I that I like to that I like to get at, and uh, that are always in the back of my mind. Um, Greg loves hats. When I first started that, it was pure in my heart. I thought I thought I was like, you know what, this is gonna be so cool if every single one of my friends has one, and then if I can somehow get this to someone who doesn't know me then they will be my friend and um i it ended up happening like that you know P people from all over the world just started like hitting me up they're like hey i got a great loves hats and, and i was like this is so cool and 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 i was like man like this is uh this is this is such an experience but at the end of the day there was one thing and that i was in my in my in my mind i was like hold up like people don't know that i can actually like draw stuff and 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 you know what? I think, I think now is is the time where I can show them that I can draw. So, when I made Greg Loves Hats, 
uh, the stick figure, I was like, this is this is uh, I guess in a way the free key into the into my world. Because if you own a Greg Loves Hats, you automatically um, get a free emoji every, uh, every Friday. The one one holder gets one free emoji every Friday, and so I can fulfill almost uh, what, I, what I'd hope to fulfill every single Greg. So like, people are like, "Hey, how much emojis are there gonna be?" Um, I actually like to make my things attainable, so I don't think there's gonna be a number. I don't think there's ever gonna be a set number. If I could make a million, I'd make a million. And uh, that that's that's just the, the type of person I am, you know. I, I don't I don't really like to um, make people not be able to have something that I, that I'm making. Now to kind of like bounce off, like I, you you mentioned so much that I'm just very very interested because I think what you did in terms of like developing that reach through Greg Loves Hats and now transitioning to Moji. Uh, you know, I feel like the typical problem that a lot of independent one of one artists start off with, they're like, okay, you know what, I'm going to do one a day or here and there. And then, you know, the audience starts to build up and then you start to develop that loyal following. We see that with Five Lines, Yourself, uh, Naughty Dog, Bad Dog Club. Um, but like, it's really, really cool to see the opposite where you started off with somewhere everybody could have um, and then fulfill that, you know, make sure that they got it. And now you have a stronger audience for years so from a branding perspective i think it's very intriguing how that was kind of you know reverse engineered whereas you know some people start off as a one-on-one artist and then they graduate into a larger collection you kind of did the opposite uh so i think that's really interesting and now from your perspective having done that and now seeing how you know successful greg loves hats was um i'm sure you learned a lot of things through that process i mean you start off as an artist and you do this generative uh, a larger piece of collection what are some tips and advice you know you know that you've learned or lessons that you've learned through that minting process that you could give to someone else whether they're a one-of-one artist or looking to generate or do a a larger scaled collection um so the first thing was when I was when I was doing uh, Greg Loves Hats, uh, first of all, it's, it's 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 generative, so it's not like it's not like you can just make one piece and then and then upload it and it's and it's and it's there, you know. I had to, even though they're like simple simple traits, I I, I went a week straight with like out sleeping and having to make like a hundred and ten different hats for Greg because that was basically the only trait, and I had to like think, and I'm like, man, what what'll look good on Greg, you know? And each hat is like. There's, it's a unique hat so I was drawing and then I was I was making them and I was like I wasn't taking any breaks and I was just like like I was getting a little frustrated because I'm like I, I, I wanted to quit I was like man this is going this is going nowhere and at the end of the day I thought I'm like wait what the heck this is a this is just for fun like I I, I just want to do this because I, I love doing this you know the, at the end of the day it's like I'm only going to be doing this because one I um I want I want to try something new and two if I don't try how, how like do anything so I mean my, my biggest advice honestly r- regardless of how um, of how much you hear it it's it's truly just if you have a goal and a vision regardless if it's big or not I think if you just take one step forward you'll 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 definitely you'll definitely see any progress in, in anything no, and uh, it's interesting that you're you're bringing up you know setting goals. Uh, I feel like that was a heavy topic today. I feel like almost in every space I participate, we're talking about setting goals, setting actual actual numbers to achieve. 
I think that's something that's helped me kind of uh, with not only with my discipline, but also my organization and structuring of my hours, my time, because at the end of the day, you know, you spent like a week without sleep and like sleep and your time are so valuable. You need to be sharp to be able to make those pieces, but also, uh, you know, time is limited. For you, when you were setting goals for your minting process, what were some examples, or what are some examples, excuse me, of you setting your goals, uh, but also like, you know, how were you able to manage your time? Because I think time management is, uh, you know, a key component in executing anything. You need to be on time, have your own schedule, And I know myself, like when I went to college, you know, learning how to manage your time was one of the hardest things. Um, So how were you able to set goals and manage your time appropriately? So honestly, when I was when I was in during three, three months ago, I was still uh, I was I was literally in my last semester of college. And uh, I was, it was just finals and, 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 and exams all over the place. And I also work at a, at a restaurant. So honestly, I'll, I, what I would do is I, I would start to like, anytime I get a break at school or I would have to like a lunch break or something like that, I'd just do like a trait or something. And I'd, I'd just get to like drawing and drawing because I really wouldn't have that much time, you know? Um, I think there was one one day when I was like, I just pulled an all-nighter and I, and I, and I knocked out like schoolwork, drawing, and then I had to go to work the day after. It, it really sucked because it wasn't the best uh, time management that I could um, that I could just do for myself. But until I figured out that I just gotta, you know, at a point you you really do just gotta you just gotta take a break because there's there's no one that was rushing me. Like it, no, I had no deadline. It was just on my time. So that's when I started to figure out that you know what, when I get when I get some more free time, I can chill out. I can chill out, I can sit down and I can just I could just start to draw. And and honestly that's that's what ended up happening cuz I, I would go from work to to like to a cafe, start doing homework and then just start drawing after and the, and the cafes here in, in Vegas close at like 2 a.m. so I'd be leaving Damn. To, Yeah. No, and you know, I love having this conversation because you know, you you mentioned something really important and like I I want everyone to hear this, but sometimes you have to embrace the suck. Like sometimes things are going to suck. Sometimes you have to really just buck up and get the work done. Um, for many of us, you know, Moji, you know, you are a student. You are also working at a restaurant. You're making NFTs. Life doesn't come easy to any one of us. You know, I work a full-time job. I have my business. I'm managing a shit ton of things outside of, you know, my, my real life job. You know, I'm a husband. X, Y, and Z, I have my dog, um, but we are—we have to be masters of time and managing that to be able to do this, um, you know, to be able to really go after our dreams and Web3 and pursue them. Uh, so sometimes you really just have to say, some, you know what, if I want to, you know, do Web3 full-time or if I want to be an artist full-time, maybe right now I just need to finish school, I need to have my job and position myself appropriately to take advantage uh, of, you know, what is in Web3. Uh, not to get too personal, Moji, but what year are you in college? I'd love to hear, you know, what has, you know, Web3 in college uh, been like for you? I'm not sure what year you're in, et cetera, but I'd love to hear what what has that been like being in school, but also being here in Web3? Um, so I, uh, I just graduated with my bachelor's in psychology. 
and, and minor in marketing. Uh, I'm going back to school actually to, to get my, um, well, I'm trying to get my PhD uh, because I want to become a, a therapist or I want to become so, like some, something really big in marketing. If, if, uh, if that doesn't take its, its, uh, its journey towards that way. But um, I've, uh, I've, I've learned to use actually those, those things from college and from school and, and from all my professors that I, that I use. And I think that helped me um, a, a lot in, in the marketing side of things. I'm uh, not saying, not saying that like I have all this like ads and commercials for marketing and stuff, but, but I do know how to, I guess, um, make connections and, and, jo- and listen to communities and actually, actually know how to like talk to people about like real life stuff and, and, and give value to our conversations. So I think that has helped me a lot with uh, college, but at, at the same time, it's, um, it's like you said, embracing the suck. It was, it was probably like, like the worst, like two weeks of my life uh, having to do with like exams and stuff like that. And, and also having to draw and go to, and go to work. Oh yeah. Like sometimes you just have to make it work somehow. And, like, again, I think nobody behind, like, any of these, like, speakers, you know, on Twitter spaces, like, there's a very small percentage of people able to do Web3 full-time. So most of us behind the scenes, we have families, we have things going on that, you know, being here on Twitter spaces, like, some of us, like, I'm very fortunate that I have a job where I can work from home sometimes and, you know, be able to hang out and host these spaces and talk and get to know one another. Now, I'm going to sound like an old man for a second, but like back in my day when I was in college, like NFTs weren't a thing. Now, like I actually I'm super interested, like what are the conversations happening amongst, you know, college students from your perspective or even professors and educators about NFTs and crypto? Does this come up at college at all? I'm sure it may not be in your field of study, but are people talking about it? I'm actually curious. Well, no, def- definitely not. I mean, even even my peers and and, and, and stu- like people in my class and all that stuff. When I was telling them, I was like, "Hey, like, I'm I'm super into NFTs. Like, I, I'm like I, I was telling them, I was like, I'm gonna make a, a big NFT one day. Like, you're you're gonna like you're gonna see it. Like, and I was thinking like on board ape yacht club vibes, but. I was just telling them, I was like, watch, just watch. And that was uh, way before I even thought of like Greg and, or any of that. That was like at the start of the year um, in 2021. That's when, I, that's when I first had the idea. But then, you know, just time went on and uh, I didn't have an iPad at the time. <clears throat> I just had my little doodle on my phone. And uh, that's actually that's actually where, where, where Greg came from. I, sorry, I think I, hello, I think I rugged. Okay, okay. You're back. You're back. Uh, I had doodled on my phone a little sketch, which looks what is Greg, and then I just left it there on my phone while in class, and and I would just show people. I'm like, look at this, like it's so funny, and I'd never just left it or whatever. A year, like literally a year <laughs> later, a year later, as I open up my iPad, that's the only saved picture on my iPad. I'm like, oh snap, like this is it. Like this is my. I didn't know what to draw, so I I just. That was literally what what came to my mind. Dang. And now, like, going, like, regarding, like, your history with art, you know, did you just pick up art, like, recently? How long have you been doing this? Has it always been something that you kind of did in the shadows? And you're like, you know what, when I have free time, I'm going to draw. Like, how long have you been doing this for? Like, has it always been a thing? 
Um, you know, is it something you've ever considered pursuing full time um, before NFTs? Like, let us know a little bit about you know your history as an artist. Um, so as in art, I think I mean yeah, I, I have like paintings and and stuff like that. You know, like on on like tiny little canvases that I've been doing. I think I, I still have it saved from like when I was a freshman in high school. Because I've always loved to just do art, and it was always for like just purely for fun. Um, on, on the on the case of my iPhone, like the back case, I have this this thing I drew that's that looks like a that looks like an alien, and it, and it's dated like 2005. And I'm like, I've had this for like the longest time ever. Something that I drew, and and it just honestly, every time I just things get hard, I look back. I literally turn my phone over, and I'm like, okay, honestly, things. Things were. Uh, I, I need to look at things from a different perspective. I, I'm, I'm being too hard on myself. Uh, I think as an artist, and and those who are artists know that, like we 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 love to put so much pressure on ourselves, and we love to judge like ourselves so heavily. Like we're not. This is not good, or that's not good. And and honestly, I'm I'm looking at this little alien drawing, and I'm like, I didn't care when I drew this. I was like, I don't know, like I think I was like ten or something, or earlier. I don't know. But I was like, I didn't care at this moment, so why should I care now? You know, and and I think that's that's something that helps me a lot. Um, <clears throat> uh, and then, yeah, honestly, when NFTs came along, I'm like, oh, holy crap! This is like, I, I love drawing. I think that maybe, possibly in the future, I can take this to another level. So then, Greg happens. Greg sold out, and I'm like, yeah, that's cool. And honestly, I felt like an emptiness inside still. So that's when I began Moji. And it sucks because this, like, in the same week that I began Moji, uh, something really weird happened to me to my to my uh, right hand, and then I basically um, couldn't draw anymore for like a couple days. And that that was was that recently or was this a couple like months ago weeks ago? I'd have to say about a a, a month and a half ago, uh, I injured my mm. hand. Yeah. Oh no! I'm so sorry to hear that. Uh, are you feeling better? Uh, well, that's uh that's why I get. Well, I don't know who gets to see the the pieces at the moment, but there's a piece that I sent you that it's a it's a hand that's bandaged up. Do you want me to share that? Uh, if, uh, yeah, if, if you'd like. Um, yeah, that's that's like a big reason of like why I I, I don't know I feel so um, I feel so so happy to just to just be able to produce art and stuff like that. And uh, I've I've honestly just tried to keep it quiet for the longest time. I, I don't like telling people about it, but uh, I gave you the piece, so so I, it's probably better that I like I, I tell people why the piece is even there. Um, I'm gonna yeah. post it right now. I got okay. you. I got you. <laughs> um, yeah, I drew that one uh, when I, when I got the yeah. chance. But yeah, so basically, I uh, I injured, here we go. There I, you go. There you go. I injured my hand, and like uh, my right hand is par- was par- was paralyzed. And um, yeah, I got like it's it's actually really sad. I injured my hand and it was paralyzed and I couldn't draw and like coming right after Greg and and me wanting to do emojis was like probably the saddest thing in the world. And I was like, I think it was like the third night of the injury and I was just like, what the, like, what am I doing? Like this, this is literally the worst thing in the world. 
and I remember searching up a YouTube video and it was uh, how to draw with your left hand. And uh, the video <laughs> sucked. It, it didn't help me in any way at all. But um, I, I just literally remember I was like, you know what? Um, if I have to do it, then I guess I have to do it. So I uh, basically I learned how to draw with my left hand. And that's what I, that's almost every single emoji has been with my left, my other hand. So I, I had to learn. Oh, how, wow. I had to learn how to draw with my left hand. I did that. And then walk. So then so then my time even got more consumed because I had to go to physical therapy every single day for like three weeks straight. Try to get the feeling back in my hand. And then um, I kept on drawing emojis. And, you know, like m the, my very, very close friends knew about it. But uh, they started to like tell other people and they're like, yo, like he's, he's drawing with his left hand. He had to learn how to draw with his left hand. And I, and I kind of told people like, uh, just, just stop telling them. I don't want people to like to know me for that reason. But yeah, there's, um, there's some emojis that are with my right hand and then the rest are with my left. So I had to learn how to do that. And uh, luckily enough, uh, about a week ago, the, the feeling in my hand did come back. And uh, I've just been I've just been like strength training it a little bit and, and just using like resistance bands and stuff trying to get it like it's uh, back to normal. But but yeah, I think that was that that's that's to the end of where my my history as an artist goes. Wow. So th that's an incredible story. In all seriousness, I'm glad that your hand is feeling better. I salute you because I would probably learn how to draw with my feet before I give my left hand any sort of a chance because uh, anything that I do with my left hand is absolutely terrible. I'm better off using like my toes or my mouth or, you know, putting a pen in my ear and finding a way to like finagle it. But uh, in all seriousness, uh, I'm, we're all so happy to hear that your hand is feeling better, that you're mentally in a better place. Um, and with that, I think that when you're put in a position where you have to do something like you could have chosen to kind of like sit and be upset and not do anything and say like this is it um and i always believe that you know we always have a choice to figure something out and you didn't let the the fact that the hand that you use is paralyzed stop you from creating you said you know what i have another hand maybe i can figure out how to do it and knowing that is incredible because I don't know about anybody here in the crowd just hanging out, but I'm a righty. If I give my left hand a chance to do anything, it's going to screw it up 100% of the chance. Like, it's 100% it's going to happen. Um, and to hear that you've had to relearn how to do it with your left hand, overcoming that mountain, that obstacle, and then eventually getting back to your right. Uh, I mean, I'm sure for you, you must have been like, thank God. But at the same time, you're like, whoa, you know, you had to embrace the suck. And I feel like that's like a huge a huge like theme of today's like episode is embracing the suck like life is gonna throw its hardest hits like it's gonna go with the low blows uh and it's up to us to kind of choose how we react to the, the difficulties and the demanding like aspect of life nothing is given to us and when when life throws you know all these obstacles it's really up to us to decide how we we choose to overcome it or let it consume us uh, so to that, you know, I applaud you and I applaud your strength and your tenacity to continue to overcome anything that like that comes your way. And I'm sure for you, like now that you experienced such a terrible thing to happen to your drawing hand to overcome it and see that, you know what, nothing can really stop you. You can relearn how to draw with your left hand. Like, 
I'm sure you must feel so good in the sense of like, you know what, like I can really do it. And for you, you know, like what are some things like you've learned through this experience that you can maybe pass on to others who may be going through something difficult in their life, whether it be physical, spiritual, mental, um, because I feel like on your front, like you were you were hit with all of this all at once, tackling so many different aspects that, you know, not only physically, but I'm sure emotionally and mentally, it could have been difficult. But what have you what do you feel like you've learned coming out the other side that you could pass on to someone else? Oh man, I, uh, I, I, I learned, um, I learned a lot. I, I definitely learned that, um, for one, for one, while everyone does care and, 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 and everyone is, is, is definitely supportive of you. The one thing that'll keep you going is just yourself. Like you, you honestly have to think to yourself that you're like, no one is gonna, no one's gonna, I mean, I, I didn't ask someone to draw for me. You know, I, 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 I told myself, I was like, I just have to. I have to, I have to fight the feeling first of, of being, ex- hey, I have my dog with me. I have, I have to fight the feeling of being, um, just sad all the time now because this happened, and and I just have to like literally push my hardest, and um, and and continue. Like I, I know that I'm a very like I'm just a super persistent person. I um, I, I love to give my all. I um, I think that comes from my because I'm a triathlon runner. So I, I just, I, dude, I just love pushing myself to the limits. So this yeah. guy is fit. You're, you're a fit guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. My my friends in uh, in the space are always like, they're like, oh, you're probably at the gym right now. And I am literally anytime anytime I'm in a space or something, like I'm I'm literally in the are gym. You in the, are you at the gym right now? <laughs> I just came from the gym. I just came from the gym. I thought you were in the yoga room, just hanging out in there, because the the acoustics in the yoga room could sometimes be good. No, that'd be hilarious. That'd be no. I, I, I <laughs> this is the time that I go to the gym. But I, I was like, okay, I'll go a little earlier, just because you know I, I really wanted to. You know, I wanted to make this um, this freehand show. So, yeah, um, I, I definitely think that there are so many, so many, so many talented people all around the world that they, um, they need to take one good look. And say that they are in the position that they are because the universe wants them there, and nothing is going to stop them. And, and and honestly, I um, I've made so many friends, and I think that making so many friends, being persistent, continuing to never let anything bring me down, even when it, it's like the worst thing that could ever happen, I think th- those are, those those are the biggest things that I've learned. It's uh, interesting that you know you know, especially with the friend concept and people caring, you know, I feel like today I, I, I've seen a couple of my friends go through some difficult things and, uh, you know, hearing that you went through that, I'm sorry. And um, it, it's crazy that, you know, Twitter, especially, I feel like the Web3 community is so thoughtful and people actually reach out. People do care. Uh, personally, you know, on Instagram, uh, I, I feel like I don't have as close of connection over there versus you know the people here on twitter spaces some people i talk to literally every single day that have become like a part of my daily life and i feel like maybe you feel that way too like there are definitely certain friend groups that you look forward to speaking every day that you share personal aspects of your life that they genuinely care about you and um you know they want you to succeed and to you know bring it back to like men uh like moji and like what you've done like 
there's definitely like a group of friends that just care and want to see you do well and see you succeed. And I see, you know, a couple of the, the emoji, you know, PFPs in the crowd. We got Trip C, we got Zoya rocking one, we got Mr. Jan, we got OX Dam, um, just to name a couple. Like for you, what is that like to see, you know, people rocking your PFP, people supporting your art? What has that been like? Uh, you know, to see that support, like even the crowd today, that's, that's crazy. That's awesome. Yeah, man, those people, honestly, they're, they're, um, I don't even, they're, they're definitely, I would say they're not supporters. They're actually some of my closest friends. So, um, in this space, uh, Tripsy, Zoya, Mr. And, and OX, like they're so cool. Um, I've had the pleasure of speaking to some of them and, and anytime someone like, uh, I, or they, they win emoji or they, or they buy emoji. I, I honestly just go DM them. I'm like, Hey, like we're friends now. Thank you so much. Like, uh, I, I just want to like talk to you, see what like made you get this and how's your day and all that stuff. So it's super cool to see that they, they, you know, that, that they're rocking it. Um, I, I, I get so happy, you know, it's like something I created and then someone else out there in the world has it and, and, and they appreciate it enough to, to use it as their, as their PFP. No, that it's, it's, it's a fulfilling feeling. I'm sure like seeing the artwork that you put out being so positively received people rocking it, wanting to show love just because they believe in you. And now you mentioned a little bit about like how you get emoji. You know, what is the process like? Is it a custom? How do you enter? You know, there's a couple of people here who may have not heard of emoji. So, you know, how how does one get their their little paws on emoji other than um, getting one on OpenSea? So um, at the start, I had three, three, three ways of getting emoji. It was either I, I, I just did commissions. Like, I, honestly, if you want one, that that's I, like you message me and I would make you one. The second way was uh, a raffle that I do. I was doing a lot, like two raffles a day at the time, but now I'm I'm I'm, I'm still doing raffles, but like I'm uh, I'm doing like probably two a week now. And then the third way was if you had a Greg, you automatically are entered to win one Moji a week. Like uh, there's there's Gregs that like I think there was the first the first twenty Mojis were just straight to the to to Gregs, and I was, and that that was it. They have like a little. So the Moji has like a little signature at the bottom right. It just says Moji. But the ones that were given to Greg's have a little Greg on, on the right. So that, that's how you knew that that like you won one from there. But now I, I've completely changed it completely. Um, there's there's only uh, there's different ways to get Mojis now. Um, I started to do these things where I, I drop packs like they're themed packs. I've done. Um, I've done the human packs, which Tripsy and, and Zoya, they, they have the human pack. I did the green pack, which Mr. has, which is just all green characters. And then OX actually has, was that was a, um, it was a piece that I had secret and they, they had messaged me and they're like, hey, I, like, I really want this. And I was like, you know what? Like, honestly, they, that, this is really cool that you even messaged me and, and, and took your time. So yeah, it's, uh, it was, that was it. That was how that that person got theirs but i do packs and now i do uh raffles and still for the gregs that those are the only ways to to get emoji now i've never really heard of the pack concept that's super interesting and like to hear that you know people are just reaching out whether it's a commission piece or now like through raffle it's cool i'm sure for you to see you know more people like turn their heads like and for you to be able just to do what you love 
and to give back to a community that like just means so much to you through the Gregs. Like, I think that is so, so cool. I just want to remind everyone that, you know, the floor is open. We are getting close to the end of today's space. So if you want to come up, if you want to give Moji some flowers, if you want to just say hi, uh, you are totally welcome to just jump up, say hello, uh, and just hang out with us because we're just vibing at this point. We are having a good time. So please feel free if you would like. But Moji, I'm super stoked that we've been able to like continue to work and like with freehand, people are going to get some pieces. Um, I'm honored that you did the the hand piece. Uh, I think a lot of people are going to be really excited to get that. Uh, for you, what has been one of your favorite pieces to create and why? So uh, uh, in another thing, um, so there's going to be some mojis that will honestly, they'll never make the, the, the open sea collection. They're more of like mural pieces and, and stuff just to show the Moji universe. I, um, uh, I can go on my, on the page real quick and actually pin it up. Cause it's one of the mojis that I've, that I've, uh, that I've created. I just never like posted or, 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 or I don't think to sell. Um, yeah, I pinned it up. These, these ones are like things that I, I just like to show off. Like, I guess the Moji art, artistic, um, imagination and stuff like that. There's three of them. <clears throat> one, one for, was for, you know, Sean off of his PFP. It's like a, like a buff Moji. The next one was Mason Crow's uh, ninja alien friend Moji, and then the third one's actually me in real life. And if you look, there's there's not a right a right hand. So I, every every Moji that I draw that has to do with me, does, he doesn't have a right hand, and that's like a like an Easter egg and stuff like that. And then, yeah, I mean those those are my favorite pieces out of the collection. Now in in the collection. Um, this this piece I'm about to pin up is is probably like one of my favorite ever. It's a sad little ducky getting uh, <laughs> getting rained on, and honestly, I, that's how I feel sometimes. I just feel like you know, like life sucks, you know, but it's okay. Um, you're still a cute little ducky, so that's that's how I that's that's why that one's my favorite. I love the the, the variations. It kind of shows like the the different styles of drawing that you could do like i feel like i don't see enough like vehicles or like cars and like nfts i know that's super random but like to see like a, a visualized piece like that is really really neat and then you know of course you can't go wrong with a buff alien or the mason crow piece and i love the rubber ducky again like you can be cute as heck but like a rain cloud just kind of clouds your day but i love how it's you know well like drawn i love the illustration i love just like the personality of the duck. I, I think he did it very, very well. Uh, we have on stage, Seb, how are you doing today? I'm doing amazing, man. Thank you so much, Moody. I had to come through and show my flowers to Jono. Jono's the fucking man. I've been rocking with Jono before, Greg, so I have to come through, say a big congrats to the homie for how far he's coming along. And yeah, I'm always in your corner, brother. You're amazing, bro. <laughs> I, I I've been rocking. Yeah, we've been rocking since way before Greg. You know, th those days were, those days were awesome. Those days, like, right before uh, I, I even thought about Greg, and and you know, dude, thank you. You know, I I really appreciate you even coming up here and and and, and just saying kind words. And I think you're an amazing human, and and everything you have to offer is just it's just so genuine. 
Heck yeah, we love, we, we love Seb. We love Seb so much. And everyone, if you don't know, Seb is the founder and artist at Unks. Uh, you will be hearing from Unks on the Freehand channel in the coming weeks. So uh, mad love to uh, Seb and, you know, just the Unks over there. So we're, we're looking forward to having you here in the coming weeks ahead. So a little bit of alpha for everybody to... Uh, you know, look forward to. And also on stage, we have Crypto Daddy 420, 420.E3136. How are you doing today? What's up, boys? We're hanging out. We're hanging out. We got Moji here. We're talking about his art. What's going on? Do you know uh, John O? Do you know the Moji? Well, I'm a fucking, sorry, I'm going to swear a little bit, but I'm a free hand holder from Mint Day. Let's go! Yeah, Welcome. yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah. I won, I won waitlist for me, guys. I, I, I missed that shit. I missed waitlist, and then right away the wife messaged me afterwards. She's like, "I would like to mint a um a free hand." I was like, "Yo, I I missed waitlist, but let's go." She minted it. Boom! You guys hit point like two five. I was like, "Yo, let's fucking go!" And I also have emoji, obviously, because I love the crew and I'm an OG Web three homie. So, you know, but, love that man. But yeah, I'm also fucking down to do a little uh, giveaway for you guys. Throw a little highlight towards you guys. Awesome. Uh, I don't think this is the space for it, but let's have you come back sometime. Shoot me a message, and I'm happy to have a conversation regarding that. We just want to make sure that today it's about Moji. I was just trying to pump the space up, but yeah, yeah, I'm about Moji for sure. No, I appreciate you so much. That's so, so kind. And just as a reminder to everyone, these spaces are recorded and will be on podcast. So if you guys want to come up on stage and say hello, feel free to. But Moji, I'm so happy to see so many people uh, come through, show some love. Uh, for you, what has been like your favorite part of Web3 so far? And what are you excited for? Oh, man, I am. Um, my One of my favorite parts was actually meeting some of my good good friends so far uh i've met I, you know uh, i met because they went to my restaurant they're all they're from all over the world and they went to my restaurant you know it, it was like it was such a such a freaking i don't even know it's like i just got to meet them smile like we just got to laugh and stuff like that it was it was uh, optic cat um mozzie misery uh all these people they, they came and and like you know it, it was like it was just a moment where I actually felt like I had made real, real connections with people and real friends. Now that just has to do with real life. The connect, the, the connections I've made in 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 Web three, like so I've met some of the most nicest, kind, genuine people. Um, like Zoya, that's up on stage, amazing human. Lami, who's down there with with her, her donut emoji. And, and 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 me and and just everybody that I've ever spoken to through, throughout throughout like my my uh, my artists and web3 journey that they've been so so nice to me and and you know I know that in in regardless if, if this had to do with art or anything like that if I just if we met one day in, in real life I know that we could just be friends the same way so there that's that's been my favorite part you know making friends that's like I think that's been my goal since day one just to make friends. And, I love um, that. Yeah, and excited for. I mean, I'm I'm super excited to just continue. If you if you look at my first emoji to my last emoji, I think uh, 
what I like to do is I like to escalate myself each and every day. I want to keep making more pieces. I want to make like um, each piece at least, you know, more intricate than the other. And then like you can you can see you you can follow the journey. You know, you can like you get you can either have the first emojis that were made with my right hand, you know, or you can have emoji that's like animated that I've done. And then it's like it's like are in a whole new level and and they just they're just different ways of uniqueness because they're all they're all um, one of one. And it's cool, like I'm sure for you, like even by the end of this year and looking at next year, just looking back at all of the emojis that you created and also as an artist to see your evolution. I think for you, that's going to be so fulfilling and so fun. Like for me, I look at my photography from like 10 years ago or eight or six or whatever. And like, I always find it so cool to see like how I've evolved as an artist, my perspective, my composition, my colors, all the small little pieces that I've learned along the way helped me kind of, uh, like you said, like escalate my work a little bit more and more. So I love that for you. That's so awesome. We also have Zoya up on stage. Zoya, how are you doing today? Love the emoji. Hey, what's up? I'm doing good. Uh, I just had to come up here and give Jono his flowers. Let's go. Let's go. Hell yeah. I know like uh, what I haven't really known Jono for that long, but I feel like uh, he's actually uh, like a closer friend of mine, which is crazy. Um, so yeah, I'm super happy that I met you. I love what you're doing and um, you're always nonstop and you just like inspire me to keep going like you do you. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah, Zoya's Zoya's an amazing uh, person, artist, and and friend. In um, I guess like the the journey that I've made towards towards what art art and just community and stuff like that. I think the next emoji that you create needs to be one of emoji blushing because of all the flowers and the compliments that emojis getting. Because if I were you, I'd be blushing. I'd be like, oh, man, these people really rock with me. No, it, I mean, it's given. It's granted. And you, it's all deserving because you've put so much work. And again, like hearing that story. And for those of you who uh, were unable to listen to the story earlier about, you know, um, you know, Jono and his hand going through the paralysis, having to relearn how to draw with his left hand. Um, this will be all in podcast format. So whether it's on Spotify, Google, Amazon or whatever services that you listen to uh, for podcasts, you'll be able to tune back in and listen to Moji's story. Uh, we are wrapping it up, so we'll leave it to the last eight minutes if you want to come up on stage, give Moji his flowers, give Jono his flowers, uh, because this man deserves it, especially with everything that you know he's recently gone through and how he's overcome it. And just as a last reminder, too, that if you pick up a free hand, you're going to be entered to win one of four custom emojis that uh, Jono has made for freehand at absolutely no cost, which is absolutely dope. So make sure to tune in uh, and pick one of those up. So shout out to Emoji for doing that. And on that note, you know, I'm just so happy that we, we were able to do this, Jono. Like I've been personally looking forward to it uh and just looking to do this uh space especially i know your your schedule has been busy with work and everything uh we have uh crypto daddy up and then we're gonna bring Lammy up and i think we're gonna call it a show what's going on crypto daddy sorry guys one more thing so i was the i just delisted my emoji i was the dick who delisted a few days ago she's delisted because i finally hold 
heard the boy on the spaces, and I'm pumped. Heck yeah. Yo. <laughs> Thank you, man. Um, no, I definitely, you know, I'm, uh, I don't know how to, uh, really, like, in my brain, I don't know how to, like, I don't, in a way, um, care if, if you list it, you know, I think, I think that's, that's up to you. It's your, it's your, it's something that you dude, dude, appreciate. Dude, not to be rude, I, I, when I first met Naughty Dots, I, my wife told me about it, like, a couple weeks before I, like, actually realized it, and I ignored her. Like two weeks later, I found out about Naughty Dots. I couldn't win the goddamn raffle, so I um, FOMO offered some people. I got a couple of them. Now I'm laughing. I'm feeling you're going to even beat that soon, dude. Your shit's legit. I love your art. Let's go. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Uh, I love Zen. I, I talk to him from time to time. He, uh, I ask him for advice all the time on how to like approach things. And I ask all, I, all the artists I ask on, on advice for stuff. So. Thank you. I appreciate that. Lami. We love that. We love that. Lami. Hey, hey guys. Listen, listen. So I was in the street and I was like, I can't miss from saying something. I better make it home so I can get onto Wi-Fi so I can say what I gotta say and I don't rush. <laughs> um, dude, the amount of love and respect that I have for this man is beyond words. Like, beyond an artist level as like I see him almost like a little brother I've never had, honestly. And I kind of like the fact that I knew the difference between his drawings. Like, I was that person that was the only one that could tell what drawing was what drawing. Like, what, you know, what drawing was drawn with right hand, what which one was drawn with the other hand, <laughs> you know? So, yeah, man, it, it just flowers to you, Donald. You are a man of so many talents which just blew my mind this past weekend um it was hilarious because donald doesn't only i don't know if i haven't really been able to tune in too much because i've been gone so donald is like amazing in so many different ways so dude you're it's just the beginning um the amount of love and support that everybody has for you and everything you do the person the reason why you do this um i love you dude and yeah, I can't wait to see what the future holds, dude. Thank you so much, Lami. You know, there's always love towards you, and 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 you've been such an amazing, such an amazing person. You've always, dude. Lami sometimes just messages me with like words of encouragement. She 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 makes sure that like she makes sure that all of her friends are are, are doing good. She she makes sure that like you know even when like I'm on my one time I was just in a space. And then I was kind of sad and she like somehow knew she's like, hey, what's up? Like, how are you doing? Like, I, I, I know you didn't want to bring the crowd down, but like, what's what's going on? And she just, you know, she's so, she's such an amazing friend, human. She's so caring. And, and, you know, that's the type of person Lami is. That's why she has that, uh, that emoji. You know, she like behold the, the, the queen crown emoji. You know, she's, she's, she's a very, very caring person. Lami for president. Lami's a queen. <laughs> I love you guys. Seriously. <laughs> I love you in every way. And it's just a way to give back because you guys know. Um, this has been an amazing experience for me. So I give it back. You know, it's the greatest gift that we hold, that we have. You know, it's giving back and not expecting any anything in return. And when you do that, the it, what you get back is it's just like it leaves, me, it leaves me flabbergasted at some time, at some point. Like so, that's all I have to say. <laughs> I love you guys, and Donald, love you. 
everyone, Zoya, uh, I can't fucking wait. <laughs> We love the Lamy. Lamy, thank you so much for pulling up, for swinging by. You know, we got nothing but love for the Lamy queen. She, if you guys don't, go follow her uh, with the wind downs. Like, she, she's just killing it. Uh, she is an, she's a badass mother and a badass friend and someone that really does care about, you know, uh, others in the space. And, you know, Moji, uh, Jono is a great example of, you know, and, and Lamy is a great example, too, of, community members looking out for one another we got optic i see your cute little paw up thank you so much for swinging by seriously honestly thank you so much for stopping by optic what up yeah i had to uh swing by i saw there was a free hand space and um earlier today i finally got my uh free hand so i had to come in rocking it i don't know if it updated but it's pretty fucking dope um so you should check it out i had to show off a little bit come say what up Ooh. to OG's freehand. I see you got Lammy Queen up in this. I see you got Zoya, Seb, me, Merp. You know, just chilling out, man. Just uh, had to come up and uh, hang out with all you amazing people. How y'all, how y'all doing? We are doing well. We were just honestly hanging out. Seb popped up, then Lammy and Zoya. Um, it, it's honestly just been a great time. We are wrapping up tonight's space, but it was all about Jono and his incredible journey in Web3 with Moji. Uh, Seb, I saw that you unmuted yourself. Was there anything you wanted to say, my friend? Yo, I was just going to say what's up to Optic, the OG, the O to the P. Um, this is looking like a bit of a LAC invasion right now. I mean, if you look at the stage, uh, just, I don't know, <laughs> something's going on. Yep. All of LA is here. Do people know? If they want more Jono and they want more Seb and they want more Zoya. If you guys didn't see the tweet, you might want to check that out. I don't know. I don't know if we are uh, got time for a little quick pinup, but uh, yeah, maybe the people want to know. What, what do you What do you say? Uh, I'm honestly about to end the space because we are at an hour time. <laughs> so I'm so so sorry, but optic. Let's let's continue to conversate and figure something out. Moji, what's up? Yo, real quick. This this is uh this is what's gonna. Uh, you may not know this, Moody. But uh, I have some secret talents. My the homies know. But um, this is how we're gonna end the the, the show. You know, everyone that's in here, I, I want you to know uh, if this is the last time you ever hear of me. This is how you hear of me. <clears throat> here we go. You guys ready? Oh God, what is happening? <clears throat> Ready? <laughs> Thank you. Whoa, wow. let's go! Oh my god. There's no better way to end the space than that. Thank you all so much for coming. Make sure to go follow Moji. Wow, that is going to be a killer way to end the podcast for tonight. Thank you guys so much for coming in, for showing love, for showing up for Jono. This is Moody Marv. We're out. Have a great night, everyone. Peace out. Till next time.